down over to Mary's house and intent on playing with her mommy Fuji board that night. None of us had played with them before. Mary, Mary's mom was an extremely spiritual person who believed in energy, witchcraft, stuff like that. Before we used the board, Mary warned us that her mom would be really mad if she found out that we were playing with it because we'd be bored to infect bad kids into a home. A full knowledge of this, we decided to proceed anyway. Anyway, this Fiji boy was not like an absolute board. We'd be bored. We've had everything, along with the usual characteristics of the yes, no, goodbye. There was an entire array of symbols and signs that were all arranged in a circle. This was some serious interactive stuff. We started just speaking around and communicating with random here and there until we finally had one. So we finally met one that had us in tears that entire street was night. First we asked to see if it was a man or woman and which they were called man. Then then we asked how he was killed. M U R T E R murdered. That just without a little bit. But we were mostly excited all of a sudden before we even asked another question. The glass eyes and the glass goes in the eyeball symbol. Then it goes out I and in and goes to the water symbol. We didn't have a clue what that meant. It was just saying and his spirit fell out S H O W E R. Sally. And my best friend realized that the spirit was trying to get us to look into the shower. He froze. He, I've never heard so, I've never been so scared in my entire life. Especially seeing this in front of a bathroom with a shower curtain all the way closed. In my direction, we all screamed and promised on our friendship that we would never move, that we had not moved it ourselves. Very important promise. I felt like I was being watched, and my friends stopped so too. There's only four of us, and I believed with all my heart that none of them had moved it because we were all too nervous to do anything. I, I never used the Ouija board again because of how crazy and tough that went was. I understand that people say Ouija boards are controlled by people. But I heard that. I know I felt something in that room with us. I know it was dangerous. I'm going to say something to the again. And this one was by Lemon water. Lemon water, lemon water. Make lemon, lemon water, something like that. I'm going to do 
three more, and I'll be good. Because you watched yesterday, you listened to yesterday's podcast. Uh, I had on the same website, and then there's a few minutes in the and one episode. So, yeah. This one is five. This one is called Little Girl Who Lives in the Wall. This one up here is called Behind the Shower Curtain. The Little Girl Who Lives in the Wall. So my wife and I bought our first house an old Victorian style built in the 60s. Almost every night we heard what sounded like a footstep running up and down the upstairs hallway and other random sounds. My wife mentioned that one of the neighbors and that there was probably just peacock on the roof. The house backed up to a conversation area where wild peacocks were. And they were occasionally get on the rooftop. That answer made sense, so we just got used to it and eventually ignored it. What's that year later? Our son was born, and he, and he was born, and he was born, he was balanced on his toys on top of the other toys and made them spin. We really found the center of balance at various points and would walk in a circle around the room, giving each a gentle touch to keep it rotating. It was the weirdest inclusion I have ever seen. When I was two or three, we would hear some talking in the room at night. And one night, I asked, who asked who he was talking to? He said, Tracy. I asked him, I asked, who's Tracy? And he said, a girl who lives in the wall. She's usually nice, but sometimes he's crazy. He described the girl with brown hair and a yellow dress who would play with him sometimes and occasionally lived much at night. But he didn't being bothered by any of it. This started sometimes. He would talk about for the once in a while. It wasn't a common incident. A couple of years later, a couple of years later, we had added onto the house and moved the master bedroom downstairs to put the kids in the house. Our youngest, there's not, there's not an old room. Our already, and already to transition from such a popular bed. He had also been a freak of some people. He cried almost every night in that room. The first night in a popular bed, he heard a loud thud, called a scream, and rushed into the room. This is the part of bed. He was on the other side of the room. That her come. That her come back 
and down and back to bed. And it happened again the next night. So we ended up switching the kids' rooms back, and they were fine. We looked up into the house, but we didn't find anything about any missing girls, any missing little girls, or anyone that that a man Casey that had lived there. Eventually, our son stopped talking to her, and a few years later, I ended up taking a job with another company, namely. The house was empty for a few months after we moved. And the neighbors across the street called my wife one day, said, about a week after we left, she thought she saw our daughter looking out the window, so she waved her. So she wrote to her, and then she remembers she didn't live there anymore. This thing is by one rule. That's easy. The policeman and the soldier. I had had a call to residents to that medical evacuation or a fifteen fifty and all anyway, I get there and speak to a fifty something year old woman who thinks her twenty something year old son is under the influence of an unknown drug. And kept repeating that she can't go into bedroom because there was an odd man sitting in the room. He that way. She stands to go into the room and investigate herself. Because she consistently thinks of her friends that are drug that are drug addicts and it and is unsure if she calls if she calls or if she claims to the tree or not. And then speaks to the front. I think he is only the influence of a stimulant. He goes on to tell me he goes on to tell me that he was told by a spirit to not enter the bedroom because their father just in his military pastor from the singing is in bed. I set the room out. In the front, there is no body hanging in the room. And I'm in the middle of explaining to the mother that there was no body in the room. A veteran officer I was unseen to assist me. He pulled me aside and his earlier in his prayer, he responded to the position at the same bedroom, residence in the same bedroom. He had to investigate a suicide by hanging suicide by hanging of an older male subject. He didn't remember all the details. I looked it up in our report management system in the school court. And sure enough, the officer was correct. The subject who died was a World War II veteran and and had dressed in his military uniform and hanging pole. In my mind, I always thought that when they purchased the home, 
However, I thought the mother that had mentioned it to me that I had been exposed to her. She was genuinely concerned about her son and the allegations. This was by SMW Brothers The last one is called The Other Room. The Other Room. This is when my dad told me when he was when he and his brother were younger, they took a job to clean out some old ladies' attic. They the lady lived in a regular one story house, a normal attic space, the kind where you can't where you can't stand up for. You have to stomp down and crawl everywhere. He had some scary animals moving around and went to um, stuff pulled out of there before it got up. For some reason, the attic, when you had one coffee, and it was in the living room, off, off to one side. So they pulled up a folding ladder, put it underneath, and my uncle climbed up and pushed the door up. He popped his head to the attic. At a dimensions of space, dimensions of space, something, and that's what the part of the living room underneath it. Complete with spiders and doorways leading to the headmaid's lair, a dad was standing underneath, looking up to the put something wasn't right out of the light. And the way the roof looked too far up, like getting vertigo. My uncle closed the door, apologized to lady, and they both took off. My dad said that his brother wouldn't talk to him until they were a mile away. He, he just saw that roof on his face. My brother said, he's gotta go. He this one is by Monkey Boy. Thank you for listening to the podcast called In the Dark. I am Zach, the host, assistant at the beginning of the last Um, And yeah, go to the occult. The cult museum if you want to get these stories. And of course, make sure you subscribe to our podcast and um, rate it and leave us a message. Leave us a message or a review for it. So I would appreciate that a lot. I would really appreciate that a lot.